SportsGum.com zone across from Training Camp 2023. Thanks to Con Construction and Tin Internet. Reacting to today's practice, ROX Rocks Heating and Air presents Stokely and Zach. Powered by the Ford F-150 Lightning. All electric and built Ford Tough. Can we be there? God, we are here. Just think of the time. You don't have to think about it. It is right here. It is right now. All in love so strange. Said you never know. How are you doing today, Brandon Stokely? We'll get the answer to that question in a matter of minutes as the Denver Broncos are finishing up practice. And, in fact, it's going to happen sooner than later because I'm, I'm watching Stokely saunter across East Broncos Parkway here at uh, Dove Valley as we are just a couple hundred yards from where practice just uh, finished up here on a Wednesday. Made it to hump day. Good for you. Hopefully your week is starting to roll downhill. Uh, we're going to have a full live report from practice. Really looking forward uh, to that. We have a couple uh, holdover segments that we never got to yesterday that we're excited to pay off today. And apparently the morning show continues to take shots at Stokely and Zach. So we will get, uh, we will get to all of that here uh, throughout the afternoon. Uh, Stoke uh, walking up here in just a second is going to hop on the other headset. Uh, looking at some great listeners who are uh, walking through the DenverSports.com zone, grabbing some cold waters. Uh, thanks to our friends at Gravinas. And uh, shout out to uh, ROX Rocks Heating and Air, who is presenting our analysis of training camp 2023. All right. Um, a, lot, a lot to get here today as uh, Stokely is sitting down and about to throw on the headset here. A lot to get to today. Uh, I'm curious how practice finished up. We're going to hear from Sean Payton here shortly. We might even be hearing from Russell Wilson today. We may hear from some coordinators today. We, that has not been confirmed, but that is uh, the rumor. Offensively, let's just start there. Brandon Stokely, how you doing today? Oh, I'm doing good, Zach. Um, Happy hump day yeah, to you. Good to, good to be here. Practice ended kind of quick there. Me and Will were talking, Peterson, Scrappy Will were talking about it, and we, I was sitting up there ready for them to have about another 20 minutes of practice. That's what usually happens. They, yep. come, they huddle up, and then they break up, and then, you know, we're going to see some situational football. We might see some, some team stuff, you know, different things like that at the end of practice, and Will's like, I, I think they're done. They're, they're breaking it down. I'm like, holy cow, you're right. And so I was like, all right. I should have hung out there for another 20, 30 and just relaxed. Um, but I decided to, to, to join you, uh, Zach. And, uh, but that was, a, that was a kind of quick practice there. Yeah, it was. Um, what did you think? I mean, let's start with the offense. What did you think of today's practice um, on the heels of all this conversation? Um, well, you know, the first team uh, drill that, that we got to see, it was four straight runs. Right, just four straight runs, and so it must have been a, a heavy run emphasis early. And then, um, and then in, in, in seven on seven, we saw that um, big play early to Jalen Virgil from Russ. It was a high corner route going towards the back corner of the uh, end zone, and must have probably been about a forty or fifty yard touchdown. So really nice play there. And you know, Jalen Virgil's been one of those kind of forgotten guys. Yeah, for us. yeah. Last year we talked a lot about him. Number yes. fifteen, yes. speed guy, had a nice training camp last year. We haven't talked a lot about Jalen Virgil, but there you go. Hey, I mean, 
the one thing that, that we're seeing out here is they're rotating guys. This isn't, this isn't you know, camp hack it. This is not, you know, glamping out here. This is competition, right? And they're giving other guys chances to step up. To, they're giving guys chances like, you know, Jalen Virgil, all right, get in there with Russ. You know, you're seeing different guys rotating in um, and uh, getting reps with first groups. You know, you look up, oh, who's that? Albert O. Wow, that's, yeah. that's kind of surprising. He's yeah. running with the ones. and So different guys like that. Quinn Bailey. Yeah, right about that? Oh, okay. So this isn't like, oh, you know, you're anointed the right tackle. You're anointed the um, slot receiver position or the tight end position, right? It's like, go out there and earn it. Uh, so I, I do. I love that about this camp. A lot different, and uh, this is the way it should be. Let's let's try some other guys and see what it looks like. Uh, but we haven't had that around here. We um, have not um, in a long, long time. So that's really refreshing to see. And Jalen Virgil, speed guy, he looked good today. Had a, a really nice catch there. Uh, but they are there, and they're rotating that slot position, that third wide. Uh, you were seeing a lot of different guys, a lot of different bodies in there. So, and I know we're going to have an extended conversation on that. Um, at, uh, at 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 some point now, when we went, when we went to the next team, okay, the second team. So started off nice, started off nice there. Had a nice little seven on seven. The team drill, like I said, the first one was all passes. It, it was pretty much a disaster. It really right? was. It really it, was. It was a disaster, right? The 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 real first team where we, they were throwing the football. First play, um, first play. Dolchitz, once again, look, can't block, can't block. You're not going to be able to play, right? And couldn't block Frank Clark. Uh, at all. Frank Clark just gave him a little move, swim move, boom, in the backfield. Russ is taking one under the chin yes, right there, like face-to-face. Yes, um, and now he ended up throwing it uh, to, uh, Sutton. To, to Sutton. Right, a deep one to Sutton. Sutton made a nice adjustment, a little behind him, made a nice adjustment for a catch, really nice play there. But it's like, dude, Russ is, you know, that's an eight-yard sack, and, yes. and Russ might be, uh, you know, getting medical attention on that one. Dolce's got to be better. This is why he's not going to be the starter right there. That's it right there. That's why Adam Troutman is going to be the starter. He's got to block better if you want to be on the football field more. You can't be a one-dimensional tight end unless you're, you know, like Julius Thomas playing with Peyton Manning. Okay, right. and that's that's not the case here. Right, trust me on that one. Well, you're you're, you're spot. I just want to jump no, in here, please, like because please. give me a give uh, me a break on, on, on that on that play that he connected with Sutton. It gets the cheer from the hill. And, and even some of the media members I'm, I'm standing around are like, well, we'll look at that. No, look look closer at that. That is a mouthful of Rydell in real life, in real football. That is a dead on arrival play because of Frank Clark whipping Dulcich. There's no question about it, just to emphasize that. Um, and you're right, that wasn't a one-yard sack. That is a, that is a you know, third and 18, you know, yeah. s- second and 18. So, yeah, um, and so, and, and then uh, the next play... Sack. I mean, it wasn't even close. No, that I mean, was, that, that's like like Russ, you know, drops back, and like one second later, there's like three defensive players in the backfield, and um, so that was uh, obviously a disaster. And this is the stuff that we saw in the game, yep. right? I mean, this isn't like, oh, hey, y'all stop being so critical and so negative of the Denver Broncos and the offense. Y'all stop <laughs> it, right? Well, did you watch the game last Friday? How did the offensive line look? They stunk, okay? And so we're watching it again out here, and they stunk again, yep. right? Um, you, and you can't have – look, it's not going to ever be perfect, but you can't have your quarterback just having free runners come and and hitting them left and right. Did you see Russ? That was a preseason game, and Russ was taking way too many hits, yep. okay? Um, 
And then the third play was a run, and um, uh, the, the, the fourth play was a play-action pass. Right, faked the run, and it was a good pocket. They did a good job with that, and uh, Jalen Virgil was open on the left sideline, and Rudge, Russ just missed him. Just so that, that was a bad yep. team drill there, yep. obviously. Yep. But after that, they got it going, and they looked much, much better. Um, so I, I think the, to summarize it, um, there was more good than bad. Uh, there was more good than bad. But uh, you can't have that one period that was just a waste of, waste of time, waste of 10 minutes. Um, and that was it. For, you know, Russ just does the four plays, and let's, you know, let's let let's Stidham, you know, get his four. We got to, we gotta you know, make sure that he gets his rest. Oh, Danucci, got to get his four. But, like, when you have a, a period like that, that's right, a disaster. Right, I mean, can can we be flexible? Can we, can we you know, like um, make an adjustment and say, you know what, that, that was just awful. That was waste. That was a wasted, wasted period. Can I ask you a question? If that is happening, and this is it's a little bit unfair because I'm going to reference, you know, one of the three greatest quarterbacks in NFL history. But if that's happening with Peyton, is he stepping up and saying, yo, we're starting over? Like, and, 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 and does, well, answer that question okay. first. Well, I, and I'll probably answer your second one, too. Um, uh, he's saying something. You know, um, I can promise you that. Uh, I don't know if he's if he's going to start it over, or or what's going to happen. But he is saying something. Okay, I can promise you that. Um, but here's the problem. Here, there. You know, Peyton ran that show. Yeah. Wherever Peyton was, like he ran the show, and everyone knew it. So if he said, if he spoke up and said, "Hey, we're running this whole thing over," well, the head coach is going to be like. Yes, sir. Let's run this damn thing over. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna start this whole the same thing. Yes, right. <laughs> High five. Um, but because look, his voice is you know heard, and he was a captain, and so um, coaches love when he spoke up. You're not gonna uh, you know go against that. But here it's Sean Payton. Right. Russ doesn't have the authority to speak up. I don't think, and probably doesn't feel comfortable speaking up in those situations because this is Sean Payton's show. But if Peyton was a quarterback, um, you know, he's running this offense. Yeah. There we go. There awesome, we go. man. Um, Shout out. So, uh, <laughs> so that, that, that's, that's a situation, right? That's why it's different here. So I'm not putting that on a Russ because Russ is just doing his job. Right, and, 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 and that's honestly what we've asked of him. Right. Of like, hey, you're back to, you know, I, I love that the, the kind of moniker you gave him six months ago, like rookie Russ. You're back to rookie Russ. Rookie Russ isn't speaking up and starting to drill over. Right. Um, but it just feels like an adjustment does need to be made here. And they actually, for one for one period, he got an extra rep. And, and it was I like, got happy. And, and it was like, wait, hold on. The day after we're asking the question that we brought up last week, like maybe they're adjusting. Maybe we planted a seed. Um, and the and, question was asked to Sean the yesterday. the question was asked Sean, to Sean, would you consider tailoring it different? Instead of four reps for Russ, four reps for Stidham, four reps for, Din- for, for Danucci, would you consider something else? And he said, no, not now. We'll change it during the season. And then we saw him take a fifth rep. We're like, whoa, 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 whoa. He's, he's, he's pliable. He's flexible. And then the next period, Stidham got a fifth rep, it looked like. Right. And the fifth rep was just a silent count, uh, no snap play. It wasn't even a play. You're right. It did nothing. Right. You're they right. didn't even do anything. So it was just a uh, one of those um, no plays, hut, 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 hut. 
uh, type of situation, and then they just walked off. And <laughs> right. It's like, oh, got that excited was for no yes. reason. Got excited about it for no reason. But look, there, there was some nice stuff out there um, offensively, and the, the, but I think the biggest concern right now overall, and Russ is looking better. I thought he was um, the majority of the practice was um, was sharp and crisp, and, and, and made some some good reads and some good throws. Wasn't perfect by any means, but it's his offensive line. Yeah, I know. I it's know. His offensive I know. line, and right now. Um, I'm trying to think right now. You know, they're, they're probably as healthy as they're ever going to be. Yes. Yes. Besides McGlinchey. Yes. You know, McGlinchey is out. But he looks fine. Like, he's been out there every day, like, you know, doing work on the side and walking around. And when you have, like, a – it's his knee, they told us, right? If, if you got a bad knee, you're, out, you're not out there. And he's been out there. So he's moving around fine. I think when you look at Bowles, you look at Powers, you look at Miners, and you look at Lloyd Cushenberry – I mean, it's a, it's a healthy group right now. And, and I know Bowles is coming back from that injury, but, man, you're, you're, you're probably, I'd say that, um, you know, this is probably some of the healthier time that you're going to have offensive line-wise, and they're, they're performing. They're not performing up to up to par. It's been it's been a bad start for them. I know, and it's, and it's, it's becoming increasingly, increasingly concerning because, one, it's, it's front and center on our radar. So we're watching for it every rep you know, that that comes down the pipe, you know, based on the disaster of Friday night on NFL Network against the Arizona Cardinals, which yeah, I was watching, uh, I got a little time in the morning, uh, my kids, uh, my, my son's at preschool, my daughter's at um, daycare, and my wife, uh, thankfully, is back to work. Um, and Well, why are you showing up later and later every day then? Like, <laughs> you have all that time. Like, what's going on? I've, I've noticed that. And Will, you notice that too? Like, like I didn't know if you're going to show up. I'm like, Dang, Zach's even later than like every day. Every day you're pushing it. Like you're getting later and later. So, but but you got more freedom. So, like what's 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 happening? What's going on? Huh? So I'm watching TV this morning. Oh. Like the biggest huh. biggest loser of the first preseason weekend. And uh, who is it? Uh, um, I think it's um, uh, Emmanuel Acho, uh, Denver Broncos offensive line. Oh wow! He goes that thing was a disaster of all the games I watched. So you get the whole league to pick from, not. Not, you know, what did Trey Lance look like or right. fill in the blank, all this, you know, stuff wow. over the weekend. Denver Broncos offensive line, they said, he, if that doesn't get fixed, Russ doesn't have a chance. And so it's on our radar. We're very sensitive to it. It's been on our radar for years. It hasn't been a strength of the team in, in many years. Um, and it's, it's getting worse. It feels like it's getting worse. And I don't know if it's the increased sensitivity and we're watching the same thing, so it feels like it's getting worse. Um, and we're just so hyper aware of it. But not good. <laughs> okay, some of some funny listeners driving by here today giving us uh Broncos hat, Ravens jersey. Yes, yes, yes. That's you in a nutshell almost. That's it. That's it. Have um, some Colt socks on. Yeah, maybe so. There we go. Maybe so. Look but, but yeah, it's, it's not good, so No, it's it's gotta be better. It's gotta be better. We've got to help Russ out more. Right? I'm not gonna sit here and be uh, overly critical uh, of Russell Wilson when that offensive line plays the way that they play. Yeah. Like do I wanna see him, you know, be a little bit crisper, be a little bit more accurate with the football? I do, but they gotta help him out more. Uh, they and they, they gotta do a better job protection. We can't just have um, a group playing the way that they played, especially with the investment that they uh, made into that offensive line. Just can't have it. So you, you're going to have to help Russ out a little bit more and because those hits add up. No question. Right? And we saw it last year. What starts to happen? You know, he starts you know feeling pressure when pressure's not there. That's right. And uh, we just can't have that this year. Can't have it. Uh, they got to be much cleaner 
and hopefully they will, um, and and they'll get they'll start to progress and, and get better and better. But it, obviously, it's a big concern because if you can't block them, you don't have a chance offensively. It yeah. starts up front. It, it, you know, it does. That's that's where everything starts. And if you can't block them, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna be in big trouble this year. And so hopefully we can get that cleaned up, Zach. And and, and that would be awful because. You know, we're also, you know, it feels like in some ways, okay, and, and, and not to over-sensationalize this, but in some ways this season sort of feels like a Drew Locke season where it's like we need to evaluate this guy. Big, important decisions need to be made that you wouldn't like that to be the case with a guy you're paying a quarter of a billion dollars who's been in the league for over a decade. But here we are. And if you don't, if your offensive line is as porous uh, as as it's been and getting blown off the ball like they have and just being again just porous, we're not going to get that fair evaluation of uh, the way that we would from a young quarterback or or, or, or something akin to that. So um, check Nate Jackson's pockets. Make sure he didn't steal anything from my uh, from the cooler. <laughs> so you know what I started doing because we all know that he stole my electrolyte, right? Yes. Um, and so you see this one. So I brought a, a nice cold Powerade. I put in the nice cold uh, the ice in there. Yeah. Right. But I opened it and I took a sip and I licked around the the uh, the, the the top there, the rim. Uh, so if he so if he tried to steal it, he was gonna. Um, that is hilarious. <laughs> what are we doing? Yeah. Well, Only that's what you have to camp. do. Only right? That's what you camp. have to do here. Yeah, that's, that's what you have to do. But that's, you know, I'm like, I can't leave my stuff in here because Nate might steal it again. Yes. Um, but, you know, let me do this. And so I did, and I um, and I did that. So there you, you go. So you if did. you steal my drink, you're going to, you know, I don't know. You know, you're, you're gambling. You're, you're gambling. You're gambling. You're gambling with cold sores, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, um, should this offensive line group, in general, with a broad stroke here, they're going to be a better run blocking group than pass blocking group? You agree with that? I, I, yes, I would say that's fair. Okay. I'm holding out hope that that's the case. That on game days, with Sean Payton scheming it up with more emphasis on the run and tackling to the ground with hopefully, knock on wood, any wood in sight, a healthy Javante Williams. Hopefully that changes the dynamic of what we're seeing. Um, but, to, but, but to say you're not concerned with it at this point would be disingenuous if you watch it as much as we have. Yeah, and, and, and you're right. That's what we're going we're gonna to hope for here. We're going to hope that running game really starts to click and that will open up um, you know, that passing game a little bit more and keep those defenders honest, right? And not pinning their ears back, and you got to respect this running game because we got a great running game. Yeah. That's going to help your passing game, and hopefully that'll be the case, right? It, it was, um, you know, it, it's it's hard to really evaluate the running game last week. Um, they didn't run it a ton early on. There was nothing there. Then later it got a little bit better, right? P. Ryan had a couple of nice runs, so it, it wasn't enough there to really evaluate like this is going to be a great running team or bad running team. You know, all those things. Uh, so. That's still left to be decided, and, and hopefully we'll see it, you know, gradually more and more of that uh, this weekend and on through the preseason, the joint practices, and and hopefully this team ends up being a really good uh, rushing football team. That'd be fantastic, and we'll gather more clues on that over the weekend in San Francisco as the Denver Broncos will play the 49ers on Saturday. Um, curious to see here over the next 24 hours the question – that Kyle Shanahan is fielding in the Bay Area and just how many starters they anticipate playing. Because if you want a real real evaluation of running the football, 
and the physicality of of that offensive line that we're, we've been so critical of. What better test, litmus test, here early in the preseason than against San Francisco? Yeah, uh, obviously they got a really good defense, and that that group's been together for you know a long time. That coach's test been together for a long time, so. Um, you know, they have a standard there. That's a Super Bowl uh, contender. Yep. And there's a there's a way that they do it. There's a, a standard. We saw it here a few years ago, and it's it's impressive. So, uh, the, yeah, you got to bring it. You got to bring it against San Francisco. We'll see, like you said, who they play. Right. And how many how many uh, starters they play, and what's their what's what's going to be their philosophy there um, in the second preseason game. Uh, but it should be a good test for the Broncos. It should be. And and my um, my hint. My gut feeling on the dynamic this weekend is, what what happened to San Francisco this past weekend? I don't think it was very good, was it? It was a disaster. Oh, oh. I mean, Stokely, I watched that game. Uh, it w- I had the over on it. Uh, absolute disaster for the 49ers. They weren't just beat. They were thumped soundly. I mean, br- brutally uh, just, just nailed uh, by the Raiders, who aren't supposed to be very good. So I'm mentioning that. Because I think Kyle Shanahan knows the temperature of his football team better than anyone else in the world. And there's just going to be a heightened sense of everything this weekend as a, a, a correction weekend. Yeah, uh, that would that, be good. I mean, I hope that's the case. I me, hope me they too. play their guys. Because uh, you want you want a real evaluation. And, you know, like you mentioned yesterday, it doesn't seem like, you know, we're going to play a lot of starters in the last game. Nope. Now it might dictate how, how, this, how this game goes. Uh, certainly, but if you're not going to play a lot of your starters in that third preseason game, you want to get some good reps in this one, yep. right? This is this is a this is a big opportunity. This will be your last real opportunity. Now you'll have those couple practices against the Ram, um, the Rams. Yep, the Rams um, here uh, before the last preseason game, which which is good. But this might be your first real, uh, your last real chance to play real football before you suit it up against the Raiders. That's right, right. That's and right. That's when it matters. Right. So. You, you need to take advantage of this opportunity, and you need to see some progress here. So you do, you do need to see it. You're not you're not you're not taking comfort that they're in the midst of a process. You actually want to see see some good football. Yeah, that okay. would be nice, Zach. I okay. mean, I understand it's not going to be perfect football. We're not man. looking for perfect, right? We're not the morning show here, right? We we have a higher standard around here that we're just not, you know, like oh, hopefully by week eight, you know, it's better, and we're you know two and six. Yeah. I mean, come on. I mean, that's. That's not the way that we roll. I mean, I, I'm trying to beat the Raiders' first game of the dang season, yep. right, um, and, and start off 1-0. So, hey, let's go. Let's get this thing going. Um, and uh, I get it. It's a long season, but um, it, 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 it needs to start getting a little bit better here. Yeah. And, it, and it starts with that offensive line. Uh, tomorrow's the last day of training camp for the fans, so it's it's getting late early. Uh, training... That's going to be a fun day for us, Zach, and a fun oh. show for us. I'm looking forward to doing that last one. Oh, man. Um, go, go, that's going to be a lot of fun. Last one, buddy. Go, going out with a bang. Yeah. Truly going out with a bang. Uh, training camp 2023 is on the air thanks to Ting Internet. If you live huh. in Centennial, make Ting your light speed Internet provider for as low as $89 a month. Go to ting.com slash Centennial for be here more tomorrow, information. Right? Why wouldn't I be, dude? It's Thursday. I don't know, but that sounded camp. kind of like um, uh, 
didn't sound like anything. Yeah, it sounded, I don't know. <laughs> but you're I, definitely here. It's a Thursday, right? I mean, it's the last day of camp. we got to <laughs> go out in style. <laughs> no way you would miss that, right? Uh, oh, my gosh. All right. Um, Good. We're, <laughs> we got that cleared up. We're live in the denversports.com zone. Thanks to our friends from Con Construction, a commercial general contractor specializing in tenant improvement and design build projects for over three decades. That's Con K. A-H-N construction.com. All right, we will tag in a third voice from the fan. Did they see what we saw today? That's improved Broncos offense. Yes, breaking news. We'll take a dive into it coming up next. Live from the DenverSports.com zone across from Training Camp 2023. Thanks to Con Construction and Ting Internet. Reacting to today's practice, ROX Rocks Heating and Air presents Stokely and Zach. Powered by the Ford F-150 Lightning, all electric and built Ford Tough. Yes, and we are live. Shout out, uh, so many great listeners driving by today. <laughs> Being funny, laying on the horn, we love it. Those are virtual um, fist bumps, we love it. Uh, you know who else we love? Uh, it took some time, but we got there. Uh, the scrappy one, Will Peterson from DenverSports.com. Will, when you were growing up, were you ever like, man, I just, I just, I just want to be on sports radio. I just want to be. I want to work at the fan. I want to be at training camp practice, and I want Brandon Stokely to be snapping his fingers at me during a commercial break to be quiet. It's like, dude, you made it. Like, you made it. <laughs> I mean, goodness gracious, it's like a party over here. I'm trying to work. And it's a party going on. I let it go on for like two minutes, and it was like, all right, like, we got we to settle down, people. Some people are working over here. Have you ever seen the clip of Chris Berman? The oh, yeah. Violent, anyone oh. here ever worked on TV before? <laughs> yeah. walking around? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I was waiting for anyone here ever work on radio before. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's so funny. Oh, man. Will, what, um, enough about that nonsense, Zach. <laughs> what did you make of practice today, bud? I know, Russ was cooking, guys. Okay. you got to tell it like it is. And the first week was so bad, and the second week was better. And today, he looked great. I mean, he had Sutton on the long one over Damari Mathis. He had Jerry Judy right in front of Pat Sertan the second. He had the one-handed touchdown grab by Adam Troutman that was maybe the catch of camp thus far. And then in that same red zone drill, he hits Cortland Sutton for another touchdown. Fellas, when I sat with you guys last week, or more so two weeks ago, we were grasping for anything yeah. positive yep. to report. Yep. I just reeled off four Great plays that Russ made today. Multiple touchdowns once again. I believe he only had one incompletion the entire practice. It just feels like he has settled in. And while people are going to say, ah, Will, you were killing Russ two weeks ago. I was just telling it how it is every single day. I'm going to tell it how it was again today. Russ, uh, I would say his second best practice of camp. I thought a week ago today was just a tad crisper. But overall, guys, when you can report four, five, six positive plays, that's way better than the first week when we were just looking for one. I think I'm going to go with today. That's yeah. his best one. It, you know, it wasn't part of we talked about the disaster that that one period was yeah. with the offensive line. Yes. Right, with a couple sacks there. Um, but uh, I, I think today was his best one, just for the reason that you said the red zone throws there. You know, Troutman over the middle of the field, a uh, really nice catch by him, a one-hander. And then the um, the deep one of Jalen Virgil early uh, on a high corner route. And then the, the fade to, to Cortland Sutton there. You know, those, those are those – are, uh, the, the Troutman and the Sutton one are red zone plays. 
right? I mean, that's that's seven or three, mm-hmm. right? That's a big difference. That's winning and losing yeah. plays right there. And both those throws were perfect. And the, the little fade over the top, right over the defensive back, you know, probably from the, I don't know, 10, 15-yard line. Yeah. Yep. Uh, those are the money plays. Those are the plays that separate the good from the great quarterbacks. And, uh and it was just a beautiful throw. <laughs> and those are those throws from Russ that for such a long period of time, uh, and especially the one to, to Russ, like the feathery touch, the the, inter- the, the, the mid-range jump shot. Which one? Uh, the, 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 the Troutman or? The fade to Sutton in the Sutton. back right corner of the Sutton. end zone. It's that intermediate throw. You know, people talk about Russ with the big arm and the, and the moon balls, but... For a long time, man, he would be, like, sucking up linebackers and then just, like, dropping it over their head real feathery-like, and I, I saw some of that today. Yeah, he's like your buddy playing Pong that, like, can't miss because he's just got that little touch, you know, that touch where you're putting it right in there. And I agree with you. I said to Raj, I said it was like a little Seattle Russ with that exact same point, that touch. Yeah. And I know this is more of a moon ball, but I'll always remember the throw in the NFC title game that sent them to the Super Bowl against the Packers in overtime. I believe it was Doug Baldwin down the middle of the field. And it just, you couldn't have placed it any perfect. And I'm just seeing that, it's that flick of the wrist, guys. And it's just instinct, right? It's just a guy has it or he doesn't. And Russ seems to be gaining that back, the exact touch he has to put on the football. That's really encouraging, too, because when people say Seattle, Russ, you think mobility, you think weight. Let's not forget that touch as well. Do you, uh, did anybody else stand out to you today that you said, hey, oh, man, that guy really stepped up and had a great day? Well, I think Troutman validated why he's the number one tight end with his catch and with you talked about it in the first segment with Dulcich whiffing on blocks. It's the reason Sean Payton gave up a haul to get this dude when he was in New Orleans. I believe it was like three draft picks to move up to get Troutman down there with the Saints. And ultimately, when that depth chart came out a week ago today, we were all like, wait, wait, Troutman over Dulcich? Well, I thought today was a validation yeah. of why Adam Troutman may be the Denver Broncos' number one tight end this year. Also saw Samaj P. Ryan get a little dinged on a play where he wasn't supposed to. Yeah, look like um, he had his foot stepped on. Foot stepped on. I think he's going to be fine. We haven't seen anything else about it. But but he went down. I mean, he, he, yeah, yeah. Those are the ones where it's just like, you know, these guys are ready to hit someone, and it's good you get that one preseason game out of the way. But uh, I'm surprised we haven't seen a little more chippiness. To be honest, we, I mean, we haven't got a full blown fight yet. I know we got we, scraps yeah, yesterday. Yeah, we had a little scrap yesterday. Yeah, nothing, we haven't got a fight. Major. We haven't had, had a, a little fight. one today. A little pushing and shoving. Yeah. Someone might have thrown a little uppercut in there. Yeah. But you're right. I mean, it's it's been pretty clean. It's getting late, right? This is when it happens. Yes. Um, you're tired of the guy uh, in front of you and seeing that guy every day. And guys know that everything's at stake now. So, and that's why I brought up the P Ryan thing because that's the kind of thing where the defensive lineman. That was not a drill where he was supposed to be hitting him. He knocked him down pretty good. Yeah. Samaje comes up limping. That's a guy you're going to count on a lot this year. There's going to be some offensive linemen who are going to remember that tomorrow. All right, we're, we're uh, with Will Peterson from DenverSports.com uh, uh, talking about the Broncos' offense. Uh, what, what kind of emphasis do you put on success this weekend? A lot. A lot. I, I thought Sean Payton sending them out there for a fourth series was so critical, guys. And I know you still weren't, especially you weren't real happy with the offense, but me? Yeah, Stokely. but but imagine. We're on radio, they can't yeah, see. They, Brandon Stokely was not happy with yeah. the offense. Yeah. There you go. But imagine if, this has been a fun 10 minutes. <laughs> uh, 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 imagine if they hadn't even scored the touchdown. Right. Right, and like a guy like Nathaniel Hackett, he, first of all, we know he wouldn't have even played his starters, but there's no way he's given them a four series. Sean Payton reminded me of the coach in Miracle telling him again. Again, again, he trotted them out there a fourth yeah. time, and they did get the touchdown on fourth down. So this weekend, guys, 
I'm not looking for just one touchdown. I'm looking for two touchdowns because I think the starters are going to play the whole first half, and I think two touchdowns and a half is a reasonable expectation for this new and improved offense. So last week the big chatter was do they need to find the end zone I think in Santa Clara, I want to see him find the end zone twice wow. because I think the starters are going to go the entire first half. Okay. Yeah, I, I think for me, more than just you know scoring or finding the end zone, how many times do they need to get in there for me to feel good? I want to feel good about this offensive line. Mm. Yeah, that, that, that's a, that's the end all be all for me. Is this offensive line? What, and I need to see. I, I want to see Russ obviously operate at a high level. But the most important thing for me is this offensive line improve. It's it's been you know bad. And if it doesn't get better, it's going to be hard for for this team to score touchdowns, right. for Russ to play at a high level. So I, I I want to see this offensive line be better. Yeah, I mean, Ben Powers had the play where he just got bowled over, and it was very, very concerning because it's like, we paid that guy, not we, they paid that guy a lot of money. Three years, 30. And I know McGlinchey's not out there, obviously, and that's a that's a big one, but it is it is it? Manalik Watson again, you know, is it? It just give me some other. Billy Turner, there's another all-time bust. Juwan James, yeah, Ronald Leary. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, like once we start naming them, it's just like don't add Mike McGlinchey to that list. Like, well, this would be the worst yet. I mean, if By this doesn't, far. if this doesn't work out, this would be the worst because. But we were always because told that Leary and Watson and all those. I know, dudes but were financially, financially, look at Juwan James' contract. His was fifty million total. Mm. McGlinchey's is fifty guaranteed, yeah. up to ninety million. You're you're not just taking a hack at it. You're swinging out of your shoes for a right tackle. It has to work. It's not his fault. His knee got rolled up on. But obviously, we'd like to see him out there. Out of the five guys, the only one who looked okay to me was Cush, which is surprising because we spent all not we but a lot of people spent all offseason trying to replace Cush, and he looked like their best offensive lineman in Week One. I thought. And how about oh, preseason? Yeah, um, it's. Uh, Defensively, what 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 do you think? How, how many reps? How, how long do you think these guys will play? We're going to see Sertan, right? Didn't yeah, didn't he say, yeah. We're going to see Sertan this game probably. Defensively, what do you want to see from them? What do you need to see from them? Um, well, that was the biggest surprise. Was we thought Sertan and Clark were going to play? I was doing the pregame show, and all of a sudden it was a half hour before the game. No Sertan, no Clark, but yes on Randy Gregory. It didn't make a ton of sense to me unless Sertan and Clark were dinged up. So I do want to see all of them. Obviously, we're not going to see Justin Simmons or Kwan Williams, which is too bad. Um, but I do want to see all of them, guys. But I think a, I think a quarter, right? Because I think Sean Payton made an important distinction against Arizona. The defense came out and the offense still played. Yeah. I think these coaches get in their brains. All starters are created equal. All starters are not created equal on the Denver Broncos. The defense can play a quarter against the Niners. The offense, you better believe I want to see him for a half. And Peyton laid down that that's the way it's going to work under him, and I, I think that's innovative. There's a lot of coaches who would just think all their starters are the same. We know the Broncos' defense and offense are not the same. All right, uh, we are live from Training Camp 2023 in the DenverSports.com zone. Thanks to our friends from Con Construction, a commercial general contractor specializing in tenant improvement and design build projects for over three decades. That's Con K A H N Construction.com. Will Peterson, DenverSports.com. Appreciate your time, man. Yeah, thanks. I think Brandon felt bad because he offered me some chicken. So that, that was his uh, that was his gift olive back. Branch. Yeah, yeah, olive branch. Yeah, get yourself some canes. Yep, and uh, shout out to stoke for uh, for hooking us up with lunch today all right uh vance joseph the former head coach he's back we're back he's the defensive coordinator and you'll hear him talk next 
Live from the DenverSports.com zone across from Training Camp 2023. Thanks to Con Construction and Ting Internet. Reacting to today's practice, ROX Rocks Heating and Air presents Stokely and Zach. Powered by the Ford F-150 Lightning. All electric and built Ford Tough. Vance Joseph. Back here in Denver. Former head coach, now the defensive coordinator, stepping up to the microphone after practice. Here's VJ. Nick will play corner, play safety, but um, he's a he's a smart football player, you know, and he gives you a, a chance to have a guy who can play multiple spots for you. So when you have injuries, I mean, he's perfect, right? He can play nickel, he can play corner, he plays some safety for us. So he's having a great camp thus far. It fits perfect. You know, obviously, you just want good players. You know, in any system you have, 3 4, 4 3, whatever you're talking about front wise, you know, you, you want rushers. You know, I mean, Randy is a elite rusher. Mm-hmm. You know, his, uh, his best days are ahead of him, hopefully. You know, but he's, he's having a solid camp and he's getting better every single day. Um, he's made some splash plays in a run game. That's been surprising for me, but um, he's what you want. Are you confident Justin Simmons will be good to go? Am I confident? Um, I'm not a doctor, but I think he's going to be fine. They all hate um, him back. <laughs> he's rehabbing. He's smiling. So I'm hopeful. Absolutely. So you have K1 out, Justin out, mm-hmm. and it gives you an opportunity to see yeah. the guys, but- how do you make sure that those guys are going to be ready? Well, first of all, when those veterans are out, it's good for those young guys to get reps, you know, because injury's going to happen, guys, right? And it's going to happen now, midseason, even late in the season. So it's a great opportunity for our young guys to get, you know, needed reps, you know, time on the grass. But um, those guys are veteran players. You know, it's a system that they are used to playing. So it won't be a problem when they come back healthy. How did you engage with your line especially your first few guys? And then their communication with It's been great. It was great uh, Friday. Friday, it was great Friday. is obviously a veteran player. Um, he did a great job of the calls, making adjustments, making coverage checks. Justin did a great job as the backup Mike. You know, it's his first time playing Mike Backer. You know, so he's been growing fast after Jonas went down. He moved to Mike. He's done a good job of... Uh, Communicating and uh, you know playing fast and playing physical, you know that's been his his thing in the past. But he is playing physical. He's uh, shedding blocks and making plays for us. What did you learn on that last minute thirty? I learned, Mike, you don't want to do that, right? You want to get him stopped. But you know, all kidding aside, obviously most NFL games come down to two minutes, you know. And coach spent a lot of time and in, in meetings and practice time on those uh, situations. So we can't do it, you know. Obviously, the penalty was big in that drive. And uh, having a quarterback break contain in the high red zone was a problem. You know, it was nine seconds to think in the game. That's probably, you know, their last play. You know, so it's it's just more education for our players to understand where we were, you know, with nine seconds, where the ball was, you know. So, you know, playing the call better and, and me coaching better, quite frankly. You know, so we'll do it better next time. And that can't happen. The first team, the first team you've been to give up any points. No. The first what do you want to see them improve I think our tackling um, wasn't great in that game. You know, it was a lot of you know leaky leaky yardage. You know, our third downs were too short, two and three and four and five. That's that's not good enough. You know, on contact they were pushing for two and three more yards. So improved tackling. You know, that's going to be a focus, obviously, in winning more third downs. You know, we we lost half of our third downs. That 
that's that's not good enough. So those two areas are obviously areas you have to do on defense to be good. You know, sort of had to be the focus on Saturday night. I know that your focus is right here, right now. Yeah. Going back more than a few years, what did you learn about yourself as a person and as a coach and a head coach mm-hmm. if one day that opportunity comes up again? I think you learn that as a head coach, you know, having having great a uh, great staff around you is, is key, right? And that's that's the job. You know, it's a big job, and you can't do it by yourself. But having a great staff, you know, having people you can call on to kind of help you through different problems, you know, kind of foreseeing problems before they happen. That's that's experience. But um, yeah, I mean, you grow in the job. It's a big job. It's a job, and you can't get ready for it without doing. You know, so. I think I've grown as a person, obviously, to accept more help, you know, and ask for more help frequently, you know, not just when times are bad, you know. So it it, 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 it humbles you a little bit, you know. So uh, I'm, I'm humbled. Just a few more questions. When you guys drafted Drew Sanders, uh, Sean called him a pressure player. Yeah. Did you enjoy kind of that, that challenge of finding different ways that he's going to be incorporated? Yes, he's, he's a... He's a talent obviously six four he can really run he's really smart you know we've got some things that he's going to do in the fall that we won't show right now but he's he's all in right now we just we're focused on playing good linebacker you know and being a good dime for us on third downs but he's a guy that's improving every single day he makes a play a day that no one else can make you know so the talent is obvious it just time on task is needed he was a guy in the spring, man. I noticed right away. You know, he's a prototype. You know, it's hard to find six, four, six, five, three hundred pound guys in the draft that are free. You know, he's a free agent, so he is a guy that's got a bright future. You know, and in camp, he was first couple of weeks he was a little slow. You know, he wasn't playing great. But our Friday night, man, he came alive, and you saw the length and the speed and the Patrick's ability, you know, which he's shown, you know, throughout our camp. So it was fun to watch him play hard and and, and play with confidence. You know, I mean, he came out of the game, man. He was he was beaming, you know, and in practice you can see it. So it's it's tough to find big young talent like that, you know. That's free. So he's a guy that we're hoping that keeps getting better and better for us. What do you see from Kamari across from the pack? How many just play against Portland? Yeah. He is a strainer. He plays hard every single play, you know, and obviously playing that opposite of Pat, he's going to get a lot of work, you know, but his mindset is right, man. He wants it. He's going to be a guy that's going to be a really good player in the future, but um, he, he studies. He wants to be great. He's locked in every single day, and every play he's going as hard as he can go. So that that's special for a young corner. Thank you, guys. Enjoy your time. That was Vance Joseph uh, stepping up to the podium, uh, talking about an array of things. Uh, talking about you know being humbled, uh, you know his experience here in Denver as a head coach. Uh, talking about how big of a job it is, but he also you know talked about some members of his defense there. So yeah, I mean, uh, and that's what I took the most out of what he was saying was like Justin Stern. I was like, oh, they moved into to Mike linebacker. Um, uh, because of the injury to Jonas Griffith, right? And it seems like he's been doing well there. And I think he was the one that had that hit uh, on Samaji Pirine that when Pirine kind of limped off, nice little solid hit there. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to follow him. But we we've talked we talked a lot about him early in his career uh, about being that cover linebacker. Obviously, it hasn't worked out well for him. He's been injured and uh, just hasn't been the guy that we were hoping he was going to be. So we'll see what he looks like now in, in this defense going into his third or fourth year here. And then Drew Sanders, yeah. 
I think that was the biggest one for me. Um, and Drew, uh, the rookie out of uh, Arkansas, uh, was at Alabama for a little bit. Third-round pick, uh, Zach, uh, something yes. like that. Yep. Um, and, um, you know, big guy. Uh, but he, but Vance said, you know, we got some things that we'll be doing in the fall, like real games that we're not showing right now. Um, so that will be interesting to, to see. I saw a rookie mistake from him in the game. It was a third and long, and they were playing zone, and he was just right there in the middle of the field, you know, where he should be. And at about, you know, seven yards from the line of scrimmage, it was like third and 13, all of a sudden the back came out of the backfield for a little check down, and he drove on the back for no reason and left a huge void in the middle of the field and they hit a little end cut for a first down. It's like, buddy, know the situation. Yeah. But that's just a big rookie mistake, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, like, let the back catch it for three yards, come up and make the tackle, and, uh, you know, they're punting the football. But you don't vacate your zone there to go cover a guy, you know, three yards um, past the line of scrimmage on third down. So hopefully correct that stuff. But obviously a talented player and you know, I'd be mean like a really good-looking linebacker out yeah, there. Yeah, gr- a really good-looking athlete. And, and Vance said, there's one play a day that only Drew can make. Yes. And it's like, wow, that is a really high a compliment from a guy who's been coaching the defensive side of the football for over a half decade. So uh, excited about Drew Sanders and what he could mean for this Broncos team. Just 21 years old, uh, but six foot five, 230, 240, and just flying around. Okay, uh, we're going to take a timeout. What is going on with Peyton Manning? And is the guy I'm sitting next to have unique knowledge of Peyton's next task? That's coming up next.